1: He is an NFL analyst. He's also co-host of the Purple Pre and Post Games on WJZT in Baltimore. You know him. You love him. Kadri Ismail joining us now on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Kadri, welcome to the show. Appreciate you having me on. So how real is the panic in Baltimore? It's a good way to get into the interview. Just jumping right in. Just jump right in. You know what
2: I'm saying? In. Just like, okay, we know that uh, Baltimore is our older brother, and we just sit back and we wallow in the dirt as they bask in the glory of awesomeness. <laughs> how many quarterbacks have y'all had since, gosh golly, we don't even know how many since Joe Flacco and
1: I mean, I mean, I'm going s- to say the sensitivity here leads me to believe it's that Rome is burning.
2: No, 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 no. I'm I'm merely setting the table. See, this is the key. You set the table for basically what amounts to a strong, awesome question that from one Cleveland area round like country to one juggernaut that is of the Baltimore Ravens, we don't have prices over here. We just have what we call a a, 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 a mere Clearing the air, so we can continue to get back to what we do best, which is winning.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Browns and Ravens do have the same amount of playoff wins since 2015. When did you guys have? I believe that'd be 2020, more recent playoff win. Or, no, same year.
2: <laughs> oh, well, same year. Oh, oh, yeah. same year. So welcome okay. to those okay.
1: prestigious waters.
2: Huh? Wow, you guys, you guys have Todd Monk in there, y'all coordinator back then
1: yeah i don't have them now though that's like the,
2: somehow the whole thing of keep turning off coach after coach after coach that's that flow i got you yeah yeah, yeah i got. You. I feel good i feel great i
0: feel great you want to talk syracuse you guys football
2: also change your whole flow of your color scheme no yes yeah, maybe huh? hey, you
1: guys still have about- a team
2: Oh, wait a minute. You know, I had that thing in the middle of the field, the little
1: dude. Little dude. The elf. He, he looked cute. The elf. He looked cute. Yeah, who's ever elf. died by the hand of a raven, Kadri? Man, the raven
2: is one of the most intelligent creatures. Better than the elf who's imaginary. You know, who would you want? Do you want? you want a cool raven with uh, the magnificent uh, royal purple and black? Or would you rather have the dull-looking brownish guy with long ears and the boots thingy with the points coming up out of them and somehow you have a dog pound that you don't even curb the dog so the feces is everywhere and then the elf dude steps in all of it and it smells when he walks around and then you know the, the brown feces and walking around it all mixes together and then you have a pound like once I have a dog pound like you know how, how about like helping the dogs get out and be free when and all the things of glory.
0: Is he eating his phone? I think he's eating his phone a little bit. Are you eating your phone, Kondri? No, I'm not eating my phone. Am I eating my phone? Sounds eating like it. Am I eating it? Sounds I'm like eating you're it. eating your phone. I'm eating it. How about now? Is that oh, better? Oh, much better. Very, much, very much better. Much better. Have I chewed my phone? <laughs> <laughs> you're like the dog pound. We just chew on dog dog toys. Here we go. There it is. Uh, there it okay. Is. I
1: believe he said dog feces.
0: <laughs> um, right. er- Eric DaCosta. Okay. I've, I, I don't know a lot about this guy. You I certainly know a lot more than I do. Uh, do you guys like him? Do you guys think he's a good GM?
2: Yeah. dude was one of those hand-picked uh, successors, if you will. Right. Uh, Steve Bishotti took over. Ozzie Newsome, who we most cities know very well. And Ozzie uh, did his thing, cultivated him, groomed him. And now he's in the seat of power, I think, for Eric Costa. Yeah, he's he's in a position of trying to uh to build a franchise.
1: Kadri Ishmael joining us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. Uh Kadri, I do want to ask you, what is your confidence level? Lamar Jackson will not just be back in Baltimore next season, but for uh the the next several seasons.
2: Judging by the press conference at the Combine, I would say it is fairly high that he will be back. And I am confident that it will be a successful uh, campaign, meaning that he'll be here for years to come. The uncertainty of it all is that this is the NFL and nothing surprises you.
1: Kadri, do you think there's – how much of a chance do you think that he gets the non-exclusive tag, which would allow other teams to negotiate with uh, Lamar?
2: Well, I think the non-exclusive tag, it really isn't um, – in the Ravens, you know, it, it, it really isn't advantageous for the Ravens. I mean, if you really are saying all the things that you're saying as far as getting a deal done, number one, before the tag even comes into play. Number two, when it comes to the non-exclusive, then basically you're allowing other teams to kind of, you know, almost poison pill you, if you will. Um, they can, you know, put it to a point where they front load the contract, maybe have roster bonus as opposed to signing bonus. Therefore, it kills your cap number, and now the Ravens are kind of up against it. So I think there are nuances there that teams can kind of do to obviously get a generationally talented player on their team. So I don't think that would be in the Ravens' best interest to to do the, the non-exclusive.
0: Kadri, you played receiver. Um, today there was talks about the receiver position, and certainly uh, Rashad Bateman took uh, a little bit um, – He didn't like what uh, DaCosta said, and he he tweeted about it and talked to whatever. He deleted the tweet since, but what do you make of that whole situation?
2: Well, the one thing I will say I mean, tweets don't go away. And so basically, you know, Eric DaCosta was quoted as saying there have been uh, some guys that have been successful players for us that were draft picks. And he kind of went on and, and talked about how they never really hit. At wide receiver and had, you know, the pro bowl and all pro guys. And that's where I think it drew the ire of Rashad. And he was like, how about, you, uh, how about you play to your player's strength and stop pointing the finger at us and number eight, meaning obviously Lamar Jackson. Blame the one you let do this, which I believe is Greg Roman. And we take the heat 24-7 and keep us healthy. Uh, care about us and see what happened. Ain't no promises though. Tired of y'all lying and capping on players for no reason. So that was a tweet that was deleted. And, you know, I I think in today's game, the way in which coaches used to coach, the way uh, general managers used to conduct business, you can't do that any longer. Um, the, the, the landscape has changed. You know, we are having this back and forth on radio and, and going back and forth with it. But if we decided to take this over to Twitterverse, now all of a sudden it takes on a whole different, you know, platform because of the way people will interpret and, you know, read into nuances of, of our words. And, and so it, it really, I think for, uh, Rashad, um, if he obviously he deleted the tweet, but if he were to have some conversations with, you know, Eric DaCosta and be like, "Hey, you know, coach or Eric, you know, you know, what's what's up? You know, wh- what's going on?" Um, I think that he probably would have had a different feeling and a, a different vibe of things. But um, yeah, I, I think you know, today's player and and what goes on between player and and team is it, far different than what the traditional look of, of conversations have been in the past.
1: Kadri, got to ask you, have the Ravens been capping about players? <laughs> now,
2: I'm not on the inside, but I think from the outside looking in, there has been this perception of, yeah, the Ravens don't have anyone at receiver. And at the same time, sometimes perception is reality because what have you done for me lately? We all have the, the metrics right out in front of you. And you can easily Google any player and, and look at all the, the analytics you want of, how many passes were thrown to them? What side of the field? What deep ball? All those things. How many drops? You know, targets. You name it. And so, I think for what the Ravens' offense was about, um, it was so run dominant, and the the schematics of it all from the passing attack, it was more um, tight end first, then receiver in the read and progressions. And so, I think. For what Bate is trying to say, he's frustrated because the capping part is, wait a minute, y'all ain't even like, you know, put us in a position to, to even succeed and try. So now all of a sudden you're acting like we ain't all pro, but y'all ain't even doing anything to help us get up to be all pro. Y'all ain't even doing anything to, to develop us in a scenario that um, we can make plays. And I think that's his frustration, which is a conversation – technically you should have behind closed doors but here we are and now i'm behind enemy lines explaining it over to the elf dudes with the toe shoes and the dog pound
0: very nice way to end the conversation there kadri uh let me ask you this <laughs> you you got you and your family are i mean burners i mean you guys could run you could you could you guys were amazing uh you're what 52 years old now yes sir if you it's combine week if you were at the combine right yeah. now Mm. what would you run the 40 in mm. realistically realistically so, like I, like could you I, I, could you break four eight four seven i think i can break 4.8 easy okay I think four seven, that's mo- by the way that's moving at, at 50 years old yeah
2: i mean in all truthfulness i i do sports performance training so it's, okay you know what i mean like i'm not
0: so you're still in couch. shape is, is your point right
2: yeah right yeah okay so i don't wanna i don't wanna you know, be like, oh, God, what is he doing? He's, no, I do this all day, every day. And these young whippersnappers, they'd be coming out here be like, oh, coach, you know, you're the mission. Come on, let me race you. Okay, you're going to get beat, but let's do it. And so you just beat them a couple of times and then they, okay, coach, I'll listen to what you said. You know, that sort of thing.
0: Who's the fastest brother?
2: And I knew you were going to say that next. I knew yeah. it.
0: I was well, I had to ask prepared it. for that. I had to ask. Well, honestly,
2: who? <laughs> I'm in better shape than my brother, and it, and I still don't know if I can get him. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I mean, there's DNA, and there's DNA. I mean, that's like saying, you know, who's who's uh, the goat? You know, is it is a LeBron or or MJ? You know, you can go back and forth, but and and, and don't get it twisted either. See, this is where if you put this. Sh- stuff out there on Twitter, all of a sudden, oh, now you're comparing yourself. No, I didn't say anything about comparing myself. I use what it's called an analogy just to say my point is that DNA-wise, like Michael Jordan, his movement looked so much more fluid and beautiful compared to LeBron's, where LeBron's is more brute strength. Now, that being said, those guys are mega DNA superstars that you know are, are that of legend and and off they go so yes there you go i qualified it
1: all right godji before we get you to go here can i get you to apologize for stealing a team about 25 years ago ah,
2: ah, ah. how can you say such things when we know that art modell should be in the hall of fame
1: The hall of shame we
2: wouldn't have had we wouldn't even have monday night football let alone Thursday night football and Amazon Prime and Apple trying to jump up there and YouTube TV now and so
1: football wouldn't cool be stuff. football wouldn't be popular if not for Art model because I, I think we can uh, disprove that pretty quickly. Mother of
2: pearl, I'm telling you, you guys got a nice stadium over there.
0: Oh, it's garbage. And it looks,
2: it looks so pretty. No, it's not. There you go. And your colors. Hmm. and your records
1: are all there they're oh,
0: all there yeah except for four years yeah and then
1: oh. and then an organization was stolen but Kadri, i get it you don't want to admit that on air you've <laughs> you got already it. called yourself lebron you're or world, Michael Jordan. you're a world champion because
0: of it <laughs> yep. all that stuff yeah yeah yep. no
1: it's okay it's okay we're not I'm not still harboring feelings hey, enjoy hey, the hey, dumpster oh fire guys,
2: may i may i just simply say that you guys have ownership that Decided to rock the boat again and all the owners at the owners of going to be looking at D all sideways like, girl, what you doing here coming to the golf tournament? No, no, girl, what you, what you trying to sit down for? Because right. she guaranteed the fullness of the contract and now y'all in a position where all these other quarterbacks going to be like, yo, including Lamar, and everybody's going to be like, yo, we want our money. And it's all going to be the half and Y'all going to be like, oh my gosh. Here goes Cleveland, doing it all over again. You guys are trendsetters. That's good. That's
0: Kadri, we, we got 30 seconds, maybe 20. Uh, give me your best Deshaun Watson take, hot take. Oh, God.
2: I I, I think he is an amazing talent, and I think he's screwed up in the head.
1: Okay. All right. all right. <laughs> well, enjoy the <laughs> stolen team, Kadri. We appreciate you. Have a good day. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you, fellas.